It's what it's like to have your heart live outside your chest, basically, um, outside your body, basically. I've heard, I've heard that said before. Way to, yeah. So yeah, watching your heart run around or whatever outside yeah. your body. Welcome to the Two Idiots Podcast. I'm Randy. And I'm Reg. And I'm uh, back after a brief hiatus after having my wonderful daughter. They wouldn't have noticed, I guess. Well, my wife had the daughter. I was just kind of there. <laughs> they let you in the room. That's about all you needed. True, yeah. true. <laughs> but yeah, for those of you that didn't know, uh, one of our idiots is now a daddy idiot, I guess. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. So have you slept yet? No. No, not really. <laughs> Um, you get here and there, right? But it's just, uh, yeah, you don't get very much. <laughs> the last week we've probably gotten 12 hours of sleep. Like Jeez. it's time to, you probably hear crying upstairs right now. Yeah, I don't know how sensitive uh, this thing is, but you just might. I don't know. Uh, yeah, time just kind of runs together, man. Like you're up every three hours feeding them and, you know, changing them because they shit 50 <laughs> times a day. <laughs> Yeah, I guess uh, this week's episode will mostly just be us talking about uh, fatherhood, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, so you haven't slept yet. I was going to ask, how many times have you been shit on? None yet. <laughs> we came close once. Um, I was sitting there, Darius was changing her. You usually undo the diaper, right, and you, you give him a little blow on the cooch to try to get the pee flowing. Because oh. if you don't do it, like I've had it happen twice already where... I pull the diaper out, out out from under them too early, and then she just pisses all over the blanket. <laughs> yeah. So I that's always that. fun. Yeah. So we were doing that, and we just went to blow, and like literally a projectile shit hit the back of the diaper. <laughs> so haven't been shit on yet. Got my finger in it once, uh, but haven't actually been shit on yet, oh, which was fun. which has been good. I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> Guaranteed. I think it's uh, inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't know if... Uh, um, if you want to go into the, the birthing story or kind of what when everything went down, kind of how it went down, tell, we, tell that we story. can. Um, it was let me get my days all mixed up. It was the second of July. I think it was the third because you just did. Your she birth was born on the third. Oh, but that started on the yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, geez, uh, yeah, like, I know, right? And you're getting your birthday wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, second of July. I was at work, um, and I got a call at. I don't know, 1 o'clock-ish? Mm -hmm. It's just after lunch. Yeah, I think you called me at one fifteen. So yeah. Or just, 2, something like that. In that area. Yeah. yeah, I was just just get back to work after lunch. And I was with my boss and my charge hand, and I got a call from Darius, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. She never, like, I knew she had an appointment that day with sure. her OB. Um, I was like, okay, well, she called me for so it calls, and she's, like, freaking out and doesn't <laughs> know what's going on, and... She's like, I think my water broke. Like, I don't know if I just peed myself. And my water <laughs> broke. Like, I'm not sure what happened. Pregnancy is so weird. I know, right? <laughs> so, because I guess what happened was, what she told me, she went to get gas before she went to the OB's office. So okay. her appointment was at like 110 or something. And she put wiper fluid in her car, got gas, and then felt like she had to pee but didn't want to go there. She was going to go to the doctor's office. So just as she got out of her car after she parked for the doctor's office, she like her water busted um. and literally splew straight in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> so like like pants soaked oh, everything. Wow. Uh, I guess it's a lot. I don't know anything about. I it. I, I didn't see it, so I don't. But yeah. like I like I picked up her pants after I got to the doctor's sure. office, and like they were. It's like you threw them in a pool. Wow. I mean, so, I've always. I mean, I've only seen it in movies, I guess. But right. It's just it always looks like a lot. Oh, but. for sure it is. Well, I'll, I'll get to that yet. Sure. But. Um, 
so she called me so i rushed i just took the work truck straight there if anybody's listening i didn't do that but uh <laughs> um went and saw her so the doctor's like okay well yeah you got like six hours come on back in a little bit um because we delivered at saint boniface so we went home all right guys so sorry doctor finishes examining her doc leaves she gets up and then she stands up just a stream of water comes down and she just kind of stands there just looking at me like defeated i was like oh my god i'm so sorry i feel so bad for you so yes it is like yeah. the movies like it's literally a stream of water you should feel bad. It's your fault. Um, I know, right? It causes you so much pain. Yep. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I took my coveralls off, gave her my shorts, and then, you know, went yeah. from there. So at least she had a dry pair of pants. <laughs> uh, so came home, because we didn't have anything packed and ready to go yet. Oh, jeez. We have we found a to-do list today before baby comes. And number 12 on the list is pack bag for baby <laughs> and mom. Um, and so how, we, how many of those on the checklist had you done? I call it like seven, oh, okay. seven, right? I got, sure, a, little, close. I got a little bit close, done, yeah. yeah. It was just all like the last minute stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, we got two and a half weeks yet. We're good. But uh, yeah, so we packed our bags because their doctor said, so come back for about six, seven o'clock. If you're not in natural labor, we'll induce you by eight and then we'll be on our way. Yeah. So we got back to St. B and then the whole team there was awesome. The one receptionist was fucking the worst but like we're what's, new, what's her name uh, uh yeah no shit right? i don't even remember that's how much i hate her but you get there so we we checked into the triage area we're like here doc told us to come back she's like hey, yeah we know we know you're coming whatever um they send us to triage and basically there's a waiting room and you just sit in this waiting room and triage okay yeah so here we are we get there at seven thinking okay we'll be induced by eight and we'll get into the room over there uh an hour passes nothing I go up to the desk. I'm like, yeah, I just want to know what's going on because we got told like 8 o'clock-ish. Yeah. Um, and there's like, you have to pick whether you want a semi-private room or a private room okay, yeah. uh, when you do the birth because there's there's wards which have three beds. So three women share it when they have their newborns, mm -hmm. which would suck, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, semi-private is two people to a room and then private is just your own room. And even if it's semi-private, there's a chance you could be by yourself. Right? right. So I think St. B has 23 private rooms and like two semi-private. So oh, okay. as long as you request semi-private and they don't have it, they have to give you a private room and then you still pay the semi-private rate. It's so weird. You'd think that they would have more semi-privates than private. That's what I thought, but... Huh. Maybe, oh, they, maybe they do that to game the system. I don't know, like to game the... I guess, yeah. Right? Well, we're full, so pay me 88 bucks a day as yeah. opposed to 44, yeah, right? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Um, so we get in, uh, ask some more questions, receptionist, and all she does is go, well, here's a piece of paper. Just look. It's all on here. Like, no no personal questions whatsoever. Just, no, here's the paper. Look at it. Oh, wow. Um, I, mean, I guess she's kind of going through the motions. Yeah, I mean, I guess so, but either way, bitch. Anyway. <laughs> So, uh, it's the wrong profession if you're uh, that desensitized. <laughs> right. Like, if you're working in a hospital, you kind of got to be a people person. Like, you're seeing everybody, you right? You think, especially in, in like super yeah. emotional, high stress times. Right. You're in the birthing unit. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. So, anyway, we get past that. Some other hour passes. Another hour passes. Finally, we get in at 12 15. We got into a room. <laughs> like, to the. It's kind of like the pre. Room, so you get on the bed, they examine you, they check how far dilated you are, sure. which looks like it sucks. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> baby emergency, baby emergency. Yeah. <laughs>
we're back. Emergency <laughs> aborted. Um, where was I? Got into the room. Uh, oh, yeah. So checking for dilation looks like it sucks. Because they get like... Okay, so picture, you know, the opening, right? Like, sure. they're literally like half a hand deep. Okay. Like, up to check the dilate, like, centimeters dilated and everything. Yeah. So that doesn't look like it's fun. Like You'd, you'd think by now they'd have more... Gentle ways of doing it. You know, if... <laughs> And again, it, it's a common thing to say, and it's a bit of a cop-out, but if it were guys, we would have figured it out. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Because now you can do, like, prostate exams where they just, like, check your piss or, like, poke you in the abdomen or something. Yeah. You don't have to go up the butt anymore. So, like, if it were dudes, <laughs> we have it figured out. Like, no, 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 no. That yeah, hurts too much. That's not going to happen. No. Not a chance. <laughs> um, but, like, when they come to do it, like, they... They get like specific gloves that come in a package and they're like lube to, to no oh, end, right? So, yeah. Like, yeah, they're getting in there, man. <laughs> so, they were checking her. Um, she's about one centimeter dilated at the time. I mean, I'm getting way into this, but yeah, sure. for anyone who wants to know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I guess uh, the cervix has to soften before you can begin to dilate. Gross. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So. <laughs> They gave her a thing called uh, Cervidil, and it looks like a piece of seaweed, uh-huh. like, almost like a long sperm, because it's got like almost like a little head, and then it, but kind of like a piece of seaweed. Yeah. So they put that in, and that kickstarts the process of the cervix softening. Huh. Hence Cervidil, cervix dilation. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't know how. I mean, there's some <laughs> kind of chemical or something. I don't it's even magic. know. It's so, all magic. Exactly, right? So they shove that in again, going like half a hand, wrist just deep. It's a fucking you know? toy chest. I know, right? Like putting your car to <laughs> They, they don't give right? a shit. Like, they've been as gentle as possible, but. Um, Find a toy car and whatever. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Clown car. <laughs> Jesus. But, uh, so basically they did that. Um, they. What else happened there? That kind of kick started like some cramping and started the softening. So basically just get up, go for a walk, like get yourself moving. Um, then the, the contractions kick started about 2.30-ish in the morning. It was 2.30 in the morning at this point. So like watching her go through them, like can you imagine that type of pain? I mean, no way. looks no. like it fucking sucks. Yeah. Man. Like... I was basically a breathing coach for about four and a half hours. Like, that's all I could do. Yeah. Just squeeze the hand and just in one, two, three, out one, two, three. And just, oh, geez. just like, it, it looks painful as hell, man. Uh, like, uh, that's what we hear, right? Well, yeah. And, like, she doesn't deal with pain the greatest. Like, her sure. pain tolerance isn't super high. So, um, so, yeah, contractions were going. They were a couple minutes apart. Um, by about four o'clock... They were, she was having eight contractions every 10 minutes, which is like way too many, apparently, I I guess. I don't know, right? But they tell me that's way too many. Yeah. Um, So they took, and the attending who was there at the time, I don't know if she was new or if this is how they always do it, but she would come in and was like feeling the belly for the contractions and then asking me to time them and like, well, how many is she having? And I'm like, well, like, I know roughly, but like. Shouldn't you have someone monitoring this? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know all the answers and they're asking me how dilated she is and everything. Well, and I have no problem answering, yeah, yeah, but yeah. but it's really not your place. To yeah, I'm like you don't yeah. have charts. Like they don't write yeah. this shit down. <laughs> Sorry, it's um, about my pay grade. Like right. knocked her up. The rest is up to you. Yeah, exactly. It may sound ignorant saying that, right? But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but like. But 
yeah, so they get, so that was happening. So the nurse who was helping the attending was like, okay, yeah, this is way too many. Because I guess she had given birth last year and had a similar situation. Uh-huh. Um, so she said, yeah, it's too many. We're going to get the main, uh, the senior attending uh, doctor to come in, who was awesome. She was, I can't remember her name right now, but she was fantastic. So she did a cervical sweep on Daris oh, earlier in the day. I heard those hurt real bad too. Yeah. So yeah. as I said, like half a hand to wrist deep yeah. for 10 seconds doing like a sweep oh, I don't know what they do God. but yeah it's a, she counts down from 10 and she's working in there and Ugh. it doesn't look fun man like oh, imagine someone God. putting their hand up your ass for, <laughs> and just moving around your colon for 10 seconds yes please <laughs> some circles I'm sure they like that but no yeah that uh, oh. yeah it, it looked painful so I was just Again, trying to get her to breathe as best yeah, I can. You better um, buy her a hell of a birthday present. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... And she's like, not you know, not to toot my own horn, but last time I did a sweep, the baby was born about three hours later, so... Uh-huh. she uh, She's like, I'll, I'll probably get to see this baby before the end of my shift uh-huh. yet. Were there any guys or all girls, nurses? And- uh, all women, yeah. Uh-huh. It's basically all women. Interesting. I, yeah, yeah the, the, the doctors who looked after Hallie... After, like, the senior attendant was a guy. Like, okay. he was like, a big practitioner or whatever. Uh, um, so, yeah, they went in. So she pulled the cervidil out, uh, kept monitoring the contractions. And what was happening was they put, so they put a belly band on you. They put two of them. So they basically, it's a big elastic band that goes around your belly. Did you try one on? I thought about it. I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to. Wrap me up. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Find out you have contractions. <laughs> yeah. Something's going on here. It's, it's like that's just lunch. It's like yeah. junior. <laughs> but uh so one monitors the contractions and one monitors the baby's heart rate. Oh yeah. Um and what they found was that every time she was contracting, baby's heart rate was uh, decelerating as they oh, say. Yeah. So she would contract and the heart rate would drop from hundred and ten to That's about, beats per minute, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred and ten beats per minute to about fifty, forty five <laughs> every contraction. Yeah. And the pain was just getting to be too much at this point. So they had her on all fours. Sure. And they were rocking her hips to try to make it feel better. Of course. Um and she couldn't see, but I could see all the doctors being like, Okay, like because we didn't want to have a C-section. Like, yeah. she's has a big fear of something going wrong during C-section. And I don't sure. blame her. Yeah. Like, that's a big scary thing, right? I wonder what the statistics would be, like, comparing, um, like, natural, quote-unquote, the... birth to C-section. Like, what complication or what has a higher rate of complication or whatever. I would imagine C-section does oh, just probably. because it's a surgery, right? Sure. Like it's... Yeah. I'm just curious. I don't, I don't yeah. know about it. But, but the, the ladies at St. Boniface, they said... St. B has the lowest cesarean rate of, I think, all the hosp- most of the hospitals in Canada. Really? They try to not do them uh, yeah. if, if they can. Yeah. They I've heard to- there's a whole bunch of, like, benefits that the baby gets by coming out of the birthing canal, like, as far as, like, fuck, I don't yes. know what to call it. One whatever, of them like being, <laughs> and the big one I noticed and even Tyrone told me about, too, is mucus. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. when they're getting squeezed out, all that mucus gets pushed yeah. out of their system. The mucus membrane or whatever. Right. So, yeah. so, God, it sounds so gross. I know, right? It's a disgusting thing. <laughs> it's beautiful, but it's disgusting. It's just all blood and, and sticky and slippy things. and. <laughs> it's like pretty a much how conceived, right? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I feel 
so bad for whoever's listening to this. I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I could see the because I was watching the monitor myself, and I kind of knew what was going on, just mm-hmm. maybe just intuition or whatever. Sure. Um, and I could see the doctors kind of going like, "Hey, like, kind of like prepping OR room because you know we think this is going to go yeah this way just because baby's in danger now, so we have to do it." Sure. Um, they wheeled Daris in. She had no idea what was going on. They're like, Kate, we're going to go deliver your baby now. Like, she's coming. <laughs> and uh, they're like, Kate, we're going to give you the epidural now. Like, the spinal. Yeah. Um, and she's like, well, no, I don't, like, I didn't want one. Like, and they're like, no, like, you're getting a C-section. Like, mm-hmm. sorry, but baby's in trouble, so we got to yeah. get her out. Um, so they gave her the spinal, and she was feeling no pain after that. <laughs> she was frozen from the chest down. So, uh... They wheeled her in. At that point, I had to leave. They took me to a room to go get scrubbed in. Mm. Um, so you go get your scrubs on and everything. You feel and like a doctor? You, yeah, kind of, yeah. Like they got the, they got like the low-cut sleeves, eh? So I'm like, oh, I feel kind of jacked in these things. Like <laughs> Walking around, just like holding your hands up. <laughs> I know, right? Backing into I feel like room. McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy or something. <laughs> doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so I sat in a room for... I don't know, 25 minutes, just waiting to be called upon. Mm. So you can watch uh, or see nothing? No. So they, they, they do all the big stuff before you get in there. Uh. So as the dad, they take you in, you go change, you come out, and they say, Kate, go sit in the red chair over there, and you just wait. Like, you uh-huh. don't know when they're coming. Um, so I had time. Super it's super stressful. It's, and yeah, yeah. It's not fun, because it's like, well, shit, like, what's going on? Is there yeah. complications? Okay. So I called my mom, told her what was going on. Um, got all emotional, yeah. VP, right? Because I'm like, I'm scared because I yeah, don't know what's going on. Uh, my mom's had three C-sections, so she's like a pro at it. She's <laughs> like, you got nothing to worry about. Like, yeah. baby's going to be here in about ten minutes. And she would say that anyways. Even exactly, she, yeah. right? So, yeah, I called her. Could Didn't call my dad. I was going to, mm. but I'm like, no, I'll be a puddle <laughs> of shit if I call my dad. So, uh, just after I got off the phone with her, they came and called me. They're like, hey, come on in. So you basically walk in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like six doctors all around Daris. She's covered from basically tits down. They put a they put a cover up oh, so she can't see sure. anything. And yeah. it's all from that point on. It's all sterile. Oh, so you okay. can't go in that area. Yeah. Um, and then they just told me, Kate, just go sit by her. Like we're gonna do our thing. You just go comfort Daris and. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't really know what was going on, so she was kind of... She wasn't freaked out. She's happy she's feeling no pain anymore. Sure. Was she lucid, though? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like, you're still there. Yeah, you're okay. just you're just frozen from basically your... Well, like your, your, your chest down, down right? Because yeah. they got to cut your stomach and shit open, uh, so... I thought it was just a little, like, a little tiny hole that they just, like... I didn't know they had a big. decent... Because I, I, I had to take a peek, right? Sure. Like, I'm like, oh, well, I'm like, I got to see your insides or something, right? So I... <laughs> Because I'm morbid like that. Like, I watched my own knee surgery when I had You're it. You're fucking crazy. I know, man. You Dude, I watched so many birthing videos in preparation for this. <laughs> oh, Because so I was gross. fully expecting, like, catch the baby yeah. coming out. Like, I don't care if she shits herself. I just want to I want to see it. Yeah, right? yeah. So, um... You're like cats watching those birthing well, videos. Well, yeah, why not, right? They're gross. <laughs> Who cares? That's life, man. I care. It's We gross. were all there at one point. It's like sure. a big water park. It's a little it's more disgusting. <laughs> it's like St. Malo Beach. <laughs> Seaweed and all, yeah. yeah that's all it is. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, so I sat, I was comforting her, and I was like, it's all good. Like, she's going to be coming right away. And 
took a peek over and I saw something sitting on her stomach. It was it wasn't the baby. It was a chunk of intestine or something was sitting on her stomach because they like they pull your guts out to oh, do it. Oh Christ! Yeah. Um, then they put them all back in, and that's why you gotta have so many checkups after, and they gotta make sure you're shitting when you're done and you're uh, peeing. And, um. So yeah, then I was just comforting her, and then I heard all the doctors go, "Oh, you know, happy birthday. How's it going? Uh, Whatever, right?" And that's then cute. they took her away just to the corner of the room. Um, and she didn't cry for about two minutes, so right away you get worried, right? Yeah, You're like, yeah, fuck, yeah. they're supposed to cry right away. But what they were doing was the mucus thing. So because uh, they're not pushed out and eject all that mucus, mm-hmm. they were like suctioning her for about uh, two minutes, just getting all the mucus out okay. of her system. Yeah. Um, then she finally cried after about two minutes. And sure. It was all good, all tears and all happy and whatever. And then Maybe uh, you can clarify this. You might know more than I would. But Kat and I were talking about it, and I was like, I was always, I was always under the impression that if you have, and this is totally my ignorance, I've never looked into it, but uh, it's easier for women to have birth in bathtubs because the baby doesn't breathe until you cut the umbilical cord because they're breathing through that, is what I always thought. I think water birth is a big thing. I don't know if that's the case myself. Uh, I never really looked into it. Yeah, because Kat was saying, because intuitively it seems to make sense to me because like you're basically a little submarine. Right. And so like when it comes out, I assume that when you're in the like, it's like a fucking torpedo coming basically out. right but and so when they're, when they're in the whatever the the womb because um, they, they got the amniotic sac right like yeah. but so aren't they just breathing that, th- wouldn't they just be, be breathing water, through but... the umbilical cord because they don't they can't breathe through the yeah they're, they're, that's where they're getting their oxygen supply yeah, right? i would have thought all their nutrients so and when they come out that's why it's not dangerous for them to like come out into the water because i thought until you cut that cord could be. That's then. Then once you do that, you cut it. Then they start crying, right? And it clears their lungs because they're finally breathing, right? I've That's you know I I've thought. never looked into that myself. I'm hmm. gonna have to look into it now. What the fuck, Randy? I know, right? I should know that. We had two weeks. I yeah, guess. I wasn't that prepared. I still had time. <laughs> I don't know. That, that moms out there listening, hit us up because uh, we don't know. Yeah, whoever's done <laughs> it, you know, the proper way, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Uh, no, not that cesarean's not a proper way. And no. I, guess, I guess in the states, it's like it's a lot like seventy percent of people elect to have cesareans now. Really? Because I guess they just either they don't want to go through the, the vaginal pain, or they just want to keep everything intact, or a little bit selfish. I guess, I guess so, right? I don't know. Like Especially guess, when it costs you like eight million dollars to right. have a kid in the yeah. states or whatever. <laughs> I think I looked into that. The average cost now is like forty grand or something. Oh my I think. God, that's if you have no coverage. Yeah. So yeah, it's that's fucking insane. I'm glad all our shit's free, man. I was gonna say, what what does it cost you? Anything to have a kid in Canada? Nothing. No. I heard that it costs a the, little. The bit, only like... cost you're gonna have is uh, like your room, like your oh, private yeah. or semi private. Sure. So semi private's forty four bucks a day. Mm-hmm. Private's eighty eight dollars a day, and that's from the time you're admitted until you're gone. Mm, okay. Like so, for us, that would have been three and a half days. Sure. Um, but with our Blue Cross coverage that we have through mm-hmm. work and stuff, then it's yeah. all semi-private's covered. So as long as you've requested semi-private and you were given a private, Blue Cross will cover you. Uh, I wonder if there's something like, say you don't have Blue Cross, but you just have like regular Joe Blow. You just made pay it out Yeah. Yeah. So then you pay for the room, but I, I, for some reason I thought there was some sort of like administrative, like not much, like a couple hundred right. bucks or something, but not that, that that's not the case. But. The only money that I know I know so it's just for birth certificate and oh. shit like that. So. Just sprinted out of the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Yeah, no shit, eh? <laughs> we're gone. We're gone. Let's go. Yeah. 
But, uh, no, yeah, so they, I didn't get to cut the cord, so that kind of sucked, because yeah. that's, like, the big moment you think about, sure. right? Just um, with your teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of wanted to, right? Just fucking, just gnash into it. But, uh... <laughs> I need the nutrients! Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, man, some people eat the placenta, okay? It's true. Right? I'm not that fucking Do you guys weird, make no. pills out of it or anything? Or? No, 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 nothing like that. I, know, I guess they take that out after. Yeah, yeah, after, yeah. after. Because yeah. after she came out, like, they were working on Daris for... Another 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, it always comes out yeah. after. And so, sometimes it doesn't come all the way out, I guess. But yeah, I've heard of people that there's this, there's this like new age hippy dippy thing that uh, people don't detach the placenta until it falls off naturally. And so that's like a couple of weeks. Ew. So like they're literally carrying around like the placenta in like a sack and their baby. Oh, that's disgusting. And so it's like they wait for it to just. So I guess they keep the umbilical cord fully intact because I think it attached to the placenta. Right. right. We're totally le- just yeah. legitimately idiots no on this one. But something like that. It ta- I think I think it's attached by that. So they wait for it because eventually the umbilical cord, the plug falls out. Right. right. Or, or whatever because they normally cut it and then that little gross chunk just falls yeah. out of your body. Yeah, Hallie's just fell off yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So basically I think they wait till that. So like up to like days after they're carrying right. their... Yeah, that sounds disgusting. Yeah. And they grind it up and make it into pills I and guess. shit. I guess. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if those people do, but maybe it's one or the other. I'd I've heard it. of that. Maybe that's... Like, I think Scientologists do it, do it too. They Probably. eat the Yeah, I, I heard Tom Cruise did. Just blend into a smoothie or some yeah. shit. I don't know. I'll, I'll text them. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so they didn't get to cut the cords. So that kind of sucked, but... Yeah, they like, hey, gay Dad, come on over, and I see her on the table, and she's all nice and fresh, and... Uh-huh. They're full of, like, that weird, white, kind of slimy shit. Uh, I've seen p- videos of it, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, and they, they try to leave as much that of like that. Is that, like, the ambionic fluid? I like, think so. Uh, so they leave a bunch of that on. What do you know, Randy? I know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> I was there just to have the kid and, yeah. and do my thing right there. That's what they get paid for. Yeah, yeah. I'm just there to go, here, here's your kid. <laughs> um, yeah, so they cleaned her up, and you, you get to look at them for the first time, and it's like, yeah. like holy shit, like, I made a kid. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's a cool experience. Like, it's, say what 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 was going through your head at that, at that moment? I, I don't know. Like, I was happy she was healthy, so like, there's a joy about that. Um, and just like, you kind of realize in that moment that like nothing else really matters uh, at the end of the day, right? Yeah, like, yeah. it's cliche as fuck to say. Yeah. But like, she's everything now, mm-hmm. right? Like, I was, I was talking to Darius the other day. I was like, you know, I was like, don't get me wrong, baby. I love you. <laughs> you love me. But if someone's you know got a gun at us. And, you know, we got to bite the bullet for either each other or the kid. Yeah. We both know we're biting the bullet for the kid. Like, Basically Bruce Wayne at that point. Exactly, yeah. right? <laughs> so it's, uh, you're filled with, like, that need to now protect and to provide. Sure. Um, they encourage a lot of skin-to-skin skin right away as much as you can. Yeah. So the second that she could come over, they put her on top of Darius right on the operating table. Oh, and yeah. Had her skin-to-skin skin for about 15 minutes while Does they it finished matter? up. Whose skin? That's not a really creepy. But uh, I mean, like, in the beginning, like the say f- grandma's there or, or right. whoever. The first ten hour, twelve hours. The first while they want the mother Makes because sense. they want that bonding experience. Probably like a pheromone thing or like a hormonal thing where it's like right. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I guess as you do skin to skin, you pass like antibodies and sure. stuff actually through your skin to uh, the baby, and uh, yeah. it creates that bonding. 
And then you go, so they keep her on her the whole time. They wheel her into their recovery room with baby right on top. Uh, Was she crying the whole Uh, time? The, like, Hallie? Yeah. Uh, no, she's actually, she honestly barely cries. Uh, Like, even now, unless she's got a really shitty diaper. Yeah. Or is hungry. Other than that, or getting changed. She hates getting changed. (laughs) Because the wipes are cold. Uh, yeah. So, other than that, she's not a fussy baby, which is awesome that way. Um... But no, they wheel her under, and it's a traumatic experience for them. So like they're more tired than anything. Yeah. So they wheel in a recovery room. Um, I got to do the first skin to skin there. Mm-hmm. So because they were still cleaning up Darius and checking her, and said, "Okay, well, we'll give her to Dad and yeah, do that." So then, like the first time you do that, it's like it's it's a it's a hard thing to describe, like what it feels sure. like to bond like that. Yeah. Um, it's awesome, but yeah. it's it's a hard thing to describe. Of course. Uh, so you're in recovery for about two hours or so because um, they got to get all the freezing to come out of, mm-hmm. of Darius and stuff. Um, then, yeah, you go up to your room and you hang out and then the fucking journey begins, man. <laughs> in earnest, yeah. Yeah, they get you trying to breastfeed right away while you're in recovery. Sure. Um, showing you the techniques and they weigh the baby and measure her and stuff like that. So Hallie was five pounds, 14 ounces. So she was small. Yeah. Um, she was like 18 and a half inches long, I think. It's about average, isn't it? Like Give or take, version? I think yeah. so, yeah. But she's just like, she's very small. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Liz was over today, oh, and okay. she's like, none of my babies are this small. <laughs> like, holy shit. Um, I was she, telling Kat yesterday or something that I was going to message Liz because she had posted a picture of their youngest. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I swear to God, like, the Asian printer has run out of ink. I know, like, right? Every baby consecutively <laughs> looks less and less Asian as they're yeah. born, but... <laughs> To clarify, her husband is half Asian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Neither here nor there. But I think it's kind of interesting that it's just progressively less. Oh, well, for Asian. sure. Yeah, you can tell who who gets what from where. Right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so she is that. It's crazy to me how the nurses handle them, right? Because they yeah. work with newborns all the time, and they're just sure. flipping them around and cleaning yeah. them up, and it's like holy well, shit. Well, that that just goes to show that like. When you super, every new parent would be, or people that aren't familiar with babies would be exactly like that, where they're like, it's like carrying eggs or, yeah. or like fine china or something, where it's like every little movement might right. break them in half, right? Exactly. Like it's just, and I, that's a perfectly reasonable instinct. Yeah. But like, yeah, when you see them, they're just like, fucking whatever, blah, 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 yeah. grab by the leg and slap them in the ass or whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever they do. Well, and yeah. humans, yeah. like, we're designed so stupid at birth because yeah. our heads are so heavy and our necks <laughs> are... a big, stupid brain. Exactly, right? So stupid. Let's get dumber. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's always the scary thing is, like, learning to support the head and yeah. how to pick her up, like, getting under the head and how yeah. to switch positions, like... It's so wild. We got a little bit of experience because we do that CPR every year, yeah, right, yeah. through work, so you know how to, like, go from the back and then transition to your forearm, sure. so I was a little more confident with it than Darius was at first. Yeah. That's, like, one of her biggest fears is just, like, something happening with her neck. Of course. Um, and choking's a big one. Mm-hmm. So, then we both kind of had a thing with choking because we got up to the room, and it was about an hour into it. So, baby's coughing up mucus and stuff mm-hmm. the whole time. And you can hear them coughing, and then they kind of go... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like you got a big loogie yeah, in your mouth, right? Yeah, I was loogie, yeah. And so, I guess she had that happen, and she tried to swallow it. And she started like thrashing and wasn't uh, making any noise and turning blue right away. Oh shit! So that was scary as fuck. Yeah. So like we, you have a nurse button when you're there, so you page the nurse with the button. And they told us when we got in there, if you have an emergency, just rip the button out of the wall because oh. when that comes out, they know it's an emergency. Uh, the lights go off. Okay. 
So we ripped the cord. Luckily, she started coughing just oh, as the nurses okay. came in. They ripped the cord out, smashed the window. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, in case of emergency, break glass. Yeah. <laughs> so we pulled the cord, and then they they got in, and she coughed it out. So now we're always kind of wary about, like, <sighs> hence the emergency yeah, before, right? Of course. I'm still like that, man, because, like, like, I don't have any kids, for those that know who I am, but, like, everybody that I know has at least had a toddler or, or has a cur- currently has a baby. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, every time I see kids, like, they'll just take, you know, a full grape or right. whatever. I'm just like, uh, like the yeah. parents are totally chill. They're just like, yeah. ah, have it. Who gives a fuck, right? But yeah. like, for me, I'm just like, ah, well, is that okay? Like, are you sure? I know. Right? And I'm just like kind of eyeballing them. I'm like, I don't CPR, but like, don't make me use it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I know, I don't right? wanna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. But oh like, shit, is this infant CPR or child CPR? Yeah, I don't remember uh, which no, one. Punch him in the face. Ah, <laughs> Gut punch, gut punch, gut yeah, punch. Exactly. It probably worked. Probably. But yeah, it always makes you so nervous. And it again, is, for sure. I've never had to go through it where it's... Like my sister, she has three kids. Right. And like by the third one, they're just like, Ah, you want this? Just eat it. Yeah, You'll exactly. It out, right? They're like, pros, right? Yeah, it's, it, and again, it goes to show how like not fragile humans are. In, right. In a certain way, right? Like, yeah. For millennia, we did without doctors. So Exactly. Like, I mean... Infant mortality and, and, you know, people dying in childbirth was astronomically high. Right. But, you know, society survived. Right? Exactly. It's, it's, uh, it's okay. It kind of goes to show that uh, the anxiety is reasonable. Right. To, well, and that's what I told Darius going into it. I said, you know, yes, it's a super scary thing and things can happen. Yeah. But, like, humans have been doing this for thousands of years right as long as there's been humans they've been doing it this way (laughs) and i said like you know there's medical practice has come a long way um we're in good hands right st b is the place to be in winnipeg if you're gonna have a baby i'd be so bad for that i'd come in as a as a doctor i'd come in with like a hammer and a chisel and be like (laughs) all right let's get it out of here yeah (laughs) coming in with a coat hanger and a piece of whatever yeah yeah i'll hook her and get her out of there yeah yeah just a nice arm length glove (laughs) yeah i'll get fishing rod eh? yeah Um, but yeah, so that was the scare. So we're a little weary about that still. Sure. Um, but other than that, like everything was good. Um, she couldn't latch. There was a bit of an issue with just, uh, nipple size and her, cause she's so small. Sure. And so, that's pretty common. I think oftentimes I think so. babies have issues grabbing hold. I don't know. Right. Exactly. So we, uh, <clears throat> had to do finger feeding. So that's a fucking process and mm-hmm. a half. So finger feeding for those who don't know is... Basically, the dad or the mom, whoever's going to do it, you have a syringe, and there's a small, thin tube that has two little holes on the end, mm-hmm. and you tape the tube to your index or whatever finger you want to use. You turn that finger upside down, and you stick it in their mouth like you would a nipple, Sure. and you put formula in the syringe, and then they learn Couldn't to you suck. Put, could you not put, like, pumped breast milk in there? Um, it depends, because not all women get their milk to come in right away oh sure okay but uh, if like, you have like it you available do, you yeah, could right yeah. um then they don't want you pumping in the hospital just because like you've already gone through so sure. much shit yeah um i think they didn't want us pumping so i i yeah. don't know um so they put formula in there and uh you basically they just suck on your finger and then as they suck the formula comes up the tube uh, and yeah. it teaches them that they have to suck to it's get the draw yeah it's not just going to be there yeah right um and that's the problem with people that go to bottles right away if they still want to breastfeed mm-hmm. from what we learned is that if they learn from the bottle it's a lot easier to get the milk from the bottle 
if it's sure. like a high flow nipple or whatever, yeah. so they don't get the drive to then uh, go to the boob and work for it. They just get frustrated because it's not coming. Right. Because yeah. um, most of the milk is like right in the front of the breast, sure. and then the bigger production is actually towards the armpit. Uh, I think I've seen a diagram. Of yeah, that. and then they have to work hard to draw from the back. Uh, um, so like if your baby's doing more than the public health nurse was here, and she said. Uh, if you're doing more than like 15 sucks before a swallow, which sounds dirtier than it is, <laughs> but uh, sounds horrible. But like the baby then is pulling from the back and then they're burning too many calories and it's not worth what they're eating oh, yeah. okay. to do that. that so sense. you have to constantly switch every 10 minutes, switch your breasts. Huh. Um, oh, that sounded awful. It's coming out that way. <laughs> but, um, but like they're right in there, nurses are in there right away. Like they're they're showing you how to latch. They're just they're grabbing your tit and they're just they're squeezing and just putting like baby it's on. Yeah. And like you gotta force baby on. Like they don't uh, just yeah. it's not just like here you go. Yeah. Like you put the nipple in, and like you're just shoving their face on it. Weird. Just to get them to latch, right? So it's kind of a weird. You think thing. they'd be intuitive? You know what I mean? They'd be like right through generations and generations yeah. of whatever. And they do like they suckle, <clears throat> but yeah. if they just suckle, though, they're bound to just fall asleep because uh, it's a comfort thing. Yeah. So you have to really jam them on, and they have to get the right lip suction, like it's lip lock on boy. the breast. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> 13 hours. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we had difficulties with that, so we're doing the finger feeding, which is tedious, and it's every sure. two to three hours. Um, and, yeah, they don't prepare you for the tar poops. <laughs> so the first poop you see come out of them is literally like black tar is what Jeez. it looks like. And it's sticky. It's disgusting. I think it's, like, it doesn't stink, which is awesome. Huh. But I think it's all that mucus still working its yeah. way out. So that's there for about two to three days, and then they finally start to get some normal poops. Where does the poop go when they're inside? I don't know. Is it like... A goldfish bowl and just yeah. floats around. I don't know. I imagine it all gets it. reabsorbed. Yeah, or it just gets shuttled down the umbilical cord the opposite way or something. I don't know. Like, see, I'm so ignorant. I have no idea. Now I'm just having fun picturing just like a dirty fish bowl. It's just no shit. Long, like, Logs floating around. Ugh. <laughs> Terrible. Childbirth is gross. I know, right? It'd be some Osmosis Jones shit if a yeah. cleanup crew comes through. Yeah. Who was the voice of Osmosis? Uh, Chris Rock. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I think. Don't quote. I think so. Yeah. I just remember uh, Drix. Drix, I think. Drixo Benzo Metaphedramine. <laughs> yeah. His name. I've watched that forever. I know. It's a great movie. Yeah. The best sight gag in that movie. It's a kid's movie, but in, <laughs> in like the town hall, they go see the mayor or whatever, mm-hmm. and there's a statue that says, Our Founder, and it's a sperm. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Deep cuts, yeah. I remember the first time I saw that because I had watched it as a kid. I didn't catch it, right? No, and I'm like not. 16 and I'm watching it again. I'm like, fuck, that's a good gag. <laughs> no kid's going to get it, but the adults definitely or will. Or if they do. Oof. Yeah. And maybe you're just teaching them all. Who knows, right? It's true. But uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, the birthing story. That's cool. And now it's just kind of adjusting to, like, the hospital, you feel safe because... You can fuck up, and like the nurses are right there, yeah, right? Gonna cover for you. Or if you're if you're not sure, you have a question, you just yeah. push the button. They'll be there in you know ten minutes. They'll let you know what's going on, like how to burp them, how hard you can burp them, um, all the basic. Like you have a thousand questions when you're going through it, right? Even, even no matter how prepared you are, I'm sure it's just like, you know, there's so much shit that you didn't even 
know you didn't know. Right. Or, like, you may have read about it, but you're like, no, it's real. Exactly. Like, oh, fuck. I right? And it's like, how much should they be eating? Like, um, you know, when they do, when they cry like this, like, what does it mean? What are the signs for getting hungry? So, like, moving their head side to side and sucking on fingers, like, that's a sign they're hungry. So, like, the cries are different? You can tell what? They're not different, but... I guess as you get, like, we're not that far into it, but as you get into it, you can kind of tell, and based on time, too, right? Maybe she just ate, like, an hour ago, so she's yeah. probably not hungry. Maybe she just wants attention. So, I guess, yeah, she's a week old now. Yeah, a week old today. That's uh-huh. of 719, so. Uh-huh. I was actually going to ask, when when you got the call at work, like, did your head explode? Like, what, was, it, was it excitement? Was it fear? Was it everything? A little, little bit of everything. Yeah. Like, you know the classic... You get a call and like the adrenaline just gets pumping, sure. like you can feel your heart going, yeah, and it's like, yeah. holy shit! Like, okay, this is happening right now. Yeah. And knowing how unprepared we were for it, <laughs> yeah. made it worse, right? So I'm like, speeding my way to the doctor, <laughs> right, trying going through traffic. But uh, yeah, it's, it's just an adrenaline rush, oh. um, and then that kind of wears off, and yeah, you know, okay, we got some time to get there, and it's sure. all going to be good. Um, but yeah, so that's. So as I was saying, right, you feel safe in the hospital and you want to go home. Like you want to be at home with your baby and doing all that. But yeah. like, it's a little bit anxiety inducing that day when it's like, okay, you guys are probably going home today. Can uh, we not? Yeah, I know. Right. I almost said that. Like, can we stay an extra night? Yeah. Uh, but she was a little jaundiced too. So oh, we were in a little longer than expected. Oh, yeah. Um, cause they had, they did. And that's the hardest thing too, as a parent when they're, they're taking blood uh, from the newborn because they yeah. they grab their feet and they prick their heels so it's like a little looks like a diabetes clicker yeah, yeah. and like baby's just screaming right and there's nothing you can do and they're just taking vials of blood and it's like holy just like, attack the doctor exactly the right like it's like holy shit like my child's in pain it's yeah. a whole different kind of feeling um so that kind of sucked because the last day they did like four blood tests on her so each heel got pricked and then her hand I think uh, one spot on her head. That's weird on the head. I, there's some mark up there. I don't know whether they took it from there or not, uh, but it looks like everything else, so I don't know. But, like, she has a bruise on her hand still from yeah. getting it on her hand. Um, Apparently they put, with newborns, uh, a friend of mine works actually at St. B in the NICU, whatever the... Yeah, the newborn uh, yeah, intensive care, yeah. Exactly. She was saying that she recently put an IV in the baby's head. Oh, really? Like that big vein that everybody yeah. has in their head. It's just like... Apparently, it's some sort of thing that they do. It's, like, the most reliable one to use if you can oh, get it. Oh, okay. It's because, like, their, hand, their arms are so tiny and they right. move around so much that yeah. you can get it right in the top. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, no like, shit, eh? Jam needles in the top of baby's heads? Hey, man, they do what they got to do. It's made out of Play-Doh at that point, but still, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's crazy, eh? It's so wild. And that, but that NICU I've heard is, like, unreal. Um, I know yeah. a guy who had twins there they had their twins at 27 weeks okay so they were a pound and a half each when they were born and they spent three months in the NICU yeah then he said the the nurses they're all like phenomenal yeah that's good um well shout out to Carly and all the other nurses at St. Boniface word keep up the good work you guys are fucking miracle workers did you have any sort of sense that uh like with our provincial government all their cuts and whatever else and everybody's kind of working harder than they probably should be and longer than they want to be um and they're short-staffed and overbooked and whatever else. Did you get any sense of that while you were there? Um, not really. Uh, I think they keep the birthing units pretty well stocked. That's good. Like, we saw... 
we maybe had six or seven different nurses the whole time we were there, just okay. on their rotation shifts and stuff like that. Yeah. Because um, they, like, they see hundreds of women there sure. a day, right? So yeah. they're they're always pumping babies out of there. It, hospital staffing does seem low across the board kind of mm. thing. Same with most places now. Of course. Um, but we never had an issue getting uh, nurses to our room relatively. The longest we waited was maybe 25 minutes. Oh, yeah. To see a nurse about a question we had or whatever. Yeah. And they ask you what it's for, right? So if it's something more important, then they'll... Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm, just, I'm kind of curious because I've heard uh, and read many reports saying that, you know, our uh, our government's decision to slash funding has not worked as well as yeah. they claim that it was going to or whatever. Right. And, and uh, <clears throat> again, I'd, I'd also heard that, that, um, that the plan is reasonable because... It's like anything. Just throwing money at it constantly and increasing funding doesn't mean anything. If exactly. You don't have the f- infrastructure, right? So, like by slashing the funding, it makes sense if your plan is, you know, solidified in a way that that you actually have a plan. It's right. not just like we're just going to cut funding and figure it out. Right? Yeah. Which is sort of what it feels like they've done. Essentially, so, closing all those emer- all those uh, emergency yeah. areas and ch- urgent care and all that stuff. Exactly. So I'm. You know, I was just kind of curious being in it because I don't go to the city, to the hospital. I don't think I right. have been admitted there. But I mean, uh, based on the wait times we have here, if you go to Emerge in like Steinbach or something, yeah. you're, you're waiting, you know, six, seven hours for, uh, depending what it's for, too, yeah, right? If there's blood pumping out of your throat. You're yeah, or it's a, a cardiac emergency or something that's exactly. different, but. Yeah. yeah, no, I didn't really feel it there at all. Um, all the nurses were super friendly. Any questions you had, they were there to they would help you, you know. We had the issues breastfeeding, so like the nurses get right in there and they're grabbing the boobs yeah. and they're, you know, here's how you squeeze the milk out. Or the, mm-hmm. In the beginning, you basically just produce colostrum, yeah, yeah, which that, is like ba- super powerful. It, it's like a sugar water yeah. kind of thing. Um, and when she wasn't latching, they would come in with a little cup of sugar water and just um, rub it on her lips and stuff, yeah. just to get them the carbohydrates to keep going. Of course. So. Interesting. Yeah, no, that was good, and then we. Uh, they said they basically go, okay, you guys are good to go home, and it's like, holy shit, like we're on our own now. You're not on your own, but but you kind of you have the support yeah. system, but yeah. Of course. Um, so yeah, we got sent home. I had no idea how to put a baby in a car seat. <laughs> I've never done it before, and she's so tiny. Yeah. So I had the nurse come in and help me. You know, how do I? How tight do I make the chest straps? Yeah. And how how do I do all that? Um, MPI doesn't do car seat checks anymore. Oh cause, really? Because I just installed the base. Not a clue what I was doing. Like, I'm okay, I'll just put it in and <laughs> read the instructions and hope for the best. <laughs> um, and with Darius's car, it's harder because she's got it's a bench seat in the back, but it's almost like bucket seats. Oh, so I didn't have it adjusted right. So, as we're driving home, there's a bit of an uphill as you're leaving St. Boniface parking lot. Yeah, and it was $67 for me to park there oh, for geez. the three days. <clears throat> But that's it. That doesn't matter. Yeah. End of the day, <laughs> that doesn't matter. Didn't cost you forty grand. So exactly. Like yeah. But uh, so I went to pull out, and I didn't have enough tilt on the base, so the baby's head just kind of <laughs> flopped forward. <laughs> so I felt like a fucking real shitty parent doing that. <laughs> so that was a trial and error process. It was about three times I hit the accelerator a little too hard, and it just <laughs> popped down. <laughs> so Darius wasn't too happy with me about that, but. Uh, we got that figured out now, so that's all good. Uh, but yeah, then we got home and that's the funny. fucking journey began, man. Yeah, that's wild. Um, it's incredible that that humans became the dominant species on the planet when it takes us 
uh, four years ish before any of our kids are even right. remotely self sufficient. Like, yeah. Even that's a stretch, you know. Right, and, and hardly self sufficient, right? Yeah. Like, to really be able to stay home and take care of yourself for sure. a day, like you're, like, you know, twelve, thirteen yeah. years. And again, even that's not necessarily like. Right. You, you, you could probably make a couple pieces of toast, and yeah. you know how to pour cereal on yeah. milk. You haven't and, reached physical maturity, like, like what is it, like, gazelles and zebras and stuff? They fall out of the ass and they just take off. Right. Like, yeah. Instinctually. Right. Yeah. It's uh, well, I mean, we got to learn language and we got to do yeah. all that. Like, it's a very complicated process. Huh. Um, but yeah, like, it's parenting's a fucking a wild animal, man. Like, it's okay. a crazy beast to just be like, now I don't have anyone to ask the questions to. So, like, Google yeah. becomes your best friend, of course, which isn't always the best thing in no. the world. It's almost too broad, right? Probably. Um, but they have like, we got home. She was born Wednesday. We got home. Was it Saturday we came home? Something Friday. Like Wednesday, we spent July 4th. And they went home Friday. Mm. Um, and we had her mom and her sister were here. So we had help that way, which was nice. Yeah. Um, they were here for the weekend. And then it was Monday. We were it's like, okay, now we're like, it's just us. And my mom came out and visited and everything. And of course. we have that support, but... When it's one, two in the morning and baby's crying and you don't know why and she's already eight but she still seems like she's hungry. Yeah. So is she hungry? Should we get more formula? Like, do we put her back on the boob because yeah. she's not latching? Like, is it possible to overfeed? Like, <clears throat> um, we talked to the doctor. She went for her appointment today. She had her one week checkup, and they said you can't really overfeed them at this point. Like, you can. They'll just throw up or. But they'll they'll Stop give you signs that yeah. they're hungry, right, or that they're not hungry. Like they'll yeah. they'll move their head away if you try to put a bottle sure. in or whatever. Um, You'll eat what I feed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So they said you can't really overdo it. Um, you like you can distend the stomach and stuff if sure. you fill too much. But and learning how to bottle feeds another process because you don't want to overload them and then they start choking or they God. they because they said babies when they're drinking from a bottle and in general they don't they breathe and they drink at the same time oh, that. so that's why they get hiccups a lot yeah. because they're if you don't pull the milk out that they get the gas from breathing while it goes down the wrong pipe kind of thing sure. um <clears throat> so it's just it's trial and error man like the yeah. first night i just i had a breakdown because i got so frustrated because yeah. she's crying and i'm you feel helpless because you want to help them but you don't know what's wrong and you don't know what to do to help them. And it's just like, you just hit your breaking point. Like sure. we were up from, what were we up from? First night we by ourselves, we were up from one thirty until 8am I think. Cause we'd get her down for about 30, 45 minutes and then she'd fuss and get up. And then yeah. it'd be like, maybe we get an hour and a half and then she'd be up and you're just, you're tired and I'm, fucking irritable when i'm yeah. tired like i'm not a nice person <laughs> yeah. and i feel really bad for darius when i'm like that but that's yeah. just how i am and i can't help it sure i try to be nice but um so like you're at each other's throats a little bit for yeah. the first you know week or so um I would expect nothing less you still love each other all the yeah, same but yeah. uh and again i had a friend who she said you know don't one of the best pieces of advice that she got was don't judge your marriage on your first year of parenting oh, yeah. yeah because it's you just you can't account for that. No, um, it's a whole different <clears throat> ball game. I mean. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we had a couple of uh, breakdowns there. Yeah. 
um, you know, this, the, the scares, like Daris had it once where she was going to breastfeed Hallie and then she was transitioning her to this side and her, oh, and her head slipped. Uh, so like it cocked forward and she kind of plopped down on the bed a little bit. So sure. she kind of had a breakdown, right? And she's like, I just, I don't want to hurt her. Yeah. Like, cause you, you don't want to break them. Like, you know, they're a little bit indestructible, but you don't want to. And then once they're like five or six, you smack them upside the head. <coughs> exactly. Like, you don't, yeah. You don't give a shit anymore, right? Yeah. <laughs> you survive that. You're good to go. Yeah. Do it again. I didn't see it. Right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so there's that. And then, yeah, it's just, uh, your time just bleeds together. Yeah. Cause you're always tired. Um, if you can work it in shifts, that's the best way to yeah. do it. We found. I was gonna say that's probably ideal, <clears throat> if possible, because well, one of you is awake, the other probably should be sleeping, if possible, right. and then so that you can kind of be a united front. But like, yeah, it's not always feasible. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. just, and especially if it's just like I said, we had an awesome support system. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like if you're just two people by yourselves, you have to don't give a shit about the house. Oh yeah. Um, it's going to be dirty as shit. There's nothing you're going to do about it. Um, and anybody that judges you for it can get the fuck out. <laughs> right, exactly. The biggest thing my mom always told me was when the baby's sleeping, sleep. Yeah. Don't worry about anything else. Yeah. You guys sleep when she sleeps. Yeah. Um, and you should. Anybody who's listening is going to have a kid. Yeah. Absolutely sleep. <laughs> uh, and it's hard because you, when you sleep for two hours and you wake up, like you're groggy and you're like, oh, I don't want to get up. You're no like, REM sleep, barely. <clears throat> exactly. So it's hard. Um, it's rewarding as fuck. Like sure. you just, they get up and they look at you and they don't, they can't say anything at this no. point, right? But they're, they're looking at you cause they like, they recognize you like your smell and your touch and sure. everything. And they're just kind of staring at you and they're looking at you like, how the fuck can I love this thing so much? <laughs> like, and I barely even know her, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's super cool. Yeah. Um, sterilizing everything sucks. <laughs> that's a process and a half. So for the, I think the first six months you're supposed to sterilize. So you're everything that's going in their mouth, like bottles, all the pieces of the bottles. So every time they're done feeding the pump, everything like the breast pump, um, they all go, they get washed in hot soapy water into a pot, boil for five minutes and then wouldn't be, dry. wouldn't it be in their best interest to be exposed to at least some? Well, and, and you don't, from what I've read, you don't, if you're just ex using exclusively breast milk, in bottles you don't have to sterilize them every time oh, yeah. you can just hot soapy water and yeah. that's good enough but because we're having to top up with formula mm. and breast milk you have to wash yeah, them to mix and moldy or whatever right so i mean you're you're boiling water seven eight times a day because <laughs> they want to do about eight feedings a day sure um so it's hard to plan things because you're yeah. trying to schedule stuff and it's like well shit so we gotta eat at one go do something you just gotta eat at four and then yeah. you gotta eat at seven uh -huh. Apparently, I've heard that uh, studies are showing now that how doctors were talking about like peanut allergies until very recently were wrong, and that's why peanut allergies are going up. Oh, really? Because the the common theory now is don't expose kids to peanuts on the off chance that they right. might be allergic. Yeah. So like, there's generations of babies that are now allergic to peanuts because they never had the chance to build antibodies. Right. So now they say, I forget the months. I I was just listening to a. Uh, there's a doctor talking about it. What the fuck was his name? Some British guy. <clears throat> so they actually changed. I think in the UK they changed their whatever their medical mandate regarding peanuts. Something about like at I think it's starting like 
two or three months or something, you start like slowly introducing it to them, and right. then if they have an adverse reaction, then you stop yeah. and you figure it out. But like you don't, because until now, I think it was like don't introduce it until they're two or something. Right. So like that's a very crucial time apparently in their life. Yeah. And, and like building antibodies and building resistance to things. Right. So apparently going that whole time without. So now the first time you ever get it. It's like your body has never experienced this before. So right. it's like full red alert. Oh, fuck. And yeah. like, so then you have an allergy. Right. It's like apparently you can slowly ease it in. Yeah. You might either avoid it altogether. They build up a resistance to the allergy if they even had one to begin with. Right. Or they're totally fine. Right. Right. Um, I think it's the same with like fish and shellfish probably. and stuff too. Yeah. It's similar to most of those things, right? So yeah. I think the the... The mainstream is shifting in a way, so I don't know if that's something you guys are aware of or whatever. And I'm talking out of my ass, but definitely right. can do it. Well, her like her sister's good for that because Ella's that age where she's going yeah. through that kind of stuff, right? So she's like, yeah, she can't have shellfish before whatever eight nine months, whatever sure. it might be, right? And then you can slowly try to introduce it. Yeah. I find that so interesting that like that we're so anal about it now, but like a hundred years ago, right? They wouldn't give a fuck. even fucking thirty forty years ago, yeah. right? Like it was, it, it's the sterility of everything has come yeah. a long way, right? Like, how did our parents get by with the little Playtex bottles <laughs> with the bags of milk yeah, that exactly. heat up in the stove? Yep. And I know, it's wild. But, I mean, I guess, uh, like I said, infant mortality is very, very low. Mm -hmm. Probably partially because of that. Right. Um, but I can't help but wonder how much of that is, you know, too nerfed, you know what I mean? But the same, what do I know? I'm just, right. But, like... Right. I think kids can eat a little more mud pies nowadays, yeah. too. But, sure. yeah, at the same time, you want to do stay as clean as you can. Yeah, I saw some kid. Where were we? Um, I think it was somewhere downtown Winnipeg or something. We were walking around. There's a kid, like, sucking on a metal fence. <laughs> and it was on, like, a really sketchy street. Right. Oh, yeah. It was off, uh, off Sherbrooke and I forget the cross street. But it was, like bit of a seedy neighborhood right and this kid's just going to town on this metal pole or yeah. metal fence and i'm just like i'm all for kids like you know playing with dirt or like if they touch a shopping cart and you know put yeah. their hand in their mouth who gives a fuck right yeah but like I'm like 99 percent sure someone probably peed on that fence <laughs> yeah like, eh. <laughs> you gotta you gotta pick and choose yeah. right so yeah no I, I get the instinct to uh to go like all the way, right? right. I, I'm not. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not judging right. any parents that do yeah. that. I'm just thinking out loud, just kind of like. Well, and that's the it's the protection instinct, yeah. right? Like you want to. I don't want them to have a cold. I don't want them to have yeah. anything, right? But so like they have to, right? Exactly. And they're going to. Yeah. It's just. I guess it's how how much you protect it from them, whether yeah. that's good or bad. I don't know. Well, the system works well. Like so, when you get to the hospital, they they have a public health nurse comes to your house about it. If you're in the city, it's usually the day or two after. Okay. We had to wait the weekend because the rural area just doesn't have as many. Sure. Um, so she comes down and we're asking all kinds of questions like, like, can we take her out in public? Like, what's that like? Cause mm -hmm. there's so many people and coughs and everything. Right. Yeah. Um, she's like, just do it. Like mm -hmm. just take precautions, right? Like, don't, don't let people get their faces in there. And if someone's or... actively sick, maybe don't. Right. right. Exactly. Right. And they said, keep a cover on the car seat because they said something like 80% of people won't attempt to look in a car so you be if it's got a cover because right? they, yeah. it's like an invasion of privacy right yeah. so keep your cover on but that's she like, said that's like people that go up to dogs and just assume you can pet them right you know i mean like, like mind your business or at least ask permission exactly right? just, like, yeah you hear those like people in the stores or whatever and they see your baby and start pinching their cheeks yeah. and like touching their hands oh honey baby, baby yeah it's just like 
it's not your kid. Like, exactly. Unless you know them, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. There was one really nice old lady. We were leaving the hospital. And she's like, you new baby? She's probably like an 85-year-old yeah. lady. We're like, yeah, we just had her a couple days ago. And she's like, oh, what's your name? We're like, Hallie. She's like, oh. Well, you have a nice life, Hallie, and uh-huh. then she just let them along that's her cute, way, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, the, that's the way to do yep, it, right? That's, that's totally cool. Fun. Just don't get handsy, right? <laughs> exactly. So she's a sweet old lady. But, uh, yeah, so we said, like, you know, but she's like, you have to, like, don't just stay home because postpartum depression is such a uh, big issue. Yeah. And the more you stay at home, the worse it gets because, like, home becomes your safe place. And now you become an introvert yeah. and you... You nest real hard. Even right, and you're, you become super... Not protective is the right word, but you're overly cautious and scared about everything, right? So she's like, just get out, like go to the mall, go yeah. walk around. It's, go visit people. Or, yeah. Because yeah. there's so many women that go through postpartum now and it's, you become the helicopter parent because yeah. of it sometimes, right? Like you're, you're watching every single thing they do. Of course. Um, you know, you're trying to sleep at night and all you can do is lay there and stare at the monitor because you just yeah. want to know they're okay. And yeah. We started doing that today. We're now whenever she sleeps, because we're trying to flip her sleep schedule. So most babies, from what the nurse told us, when you're pregnant, they sleep all day when you're active in the womb, mm-hmm. and then when you're sleeping at night, that's when they start to do their thing. So when you get them home, the first couple of days are all right because it's been so traumatic and they're tired. Sure. But now they sleep all day, and then two in the morning. <laughs> they're up for five, six, seven hours. Yeah. Um, they do what's called cluster feeding, and that's about a five-hour window where they just want to eat, like, every hour. Sure. I think I do cluster feeding. Yeah, me too. That's <laughs> how I get so big, right? <laughs> yeah. But then that's that 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. Yep. window. There's nothing better than, like, a bag of chips <laughs> yeah. at 3 in the morning. Exactly. You feel guilty. You're like Gollum, you know, in the dark. Yeah. Listening for sounds. My as I'm munching. Yeah, yeah. Someone's going to judge me, but no one can see me now. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. So we're trying to flip that schedule right now. So we're trying to let her sleep longer and then do the clusters in the early evening. Yeah. And then have one big feed before bed and hopefully reset the cycle. But sure. that's a challenge and a half. Yeah, cause, I, that. I mean, she's only a week old. Like, we're like, hey, we, we know we got to give it time. Yeah. But, like, we just want it to happen already because we're tired. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, What's the longest she slept consecutively? Uh, well, I guess if you have to feed her every three hours. Yeah, we got four hours one night because they say three to four is the guideline for feeding. Don't ever let them go over five usually. Oh, yeah. um, so we got four hours one night, and that's been about the most we've gotten so far. Sounds great. Yeah, yeah. it's a real trip. You know, yeah. Have kids, they said. It'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. But uh, when you get to just sit there and hold them, like it's so yeah. it's, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, what do you think between you and Darius is going to be the disciplinarian and the softy or are you both going to be one or both going to be the other probably a bit of both to be honest yeah. with you yeah Fair. um I, i'm sure i'm gonna give better in that way yeah. I mean, yeah um i mean i'm sure i'll give in to many a thing <laughs> uh yep but yeah i think a little bit of both i think you have to I'm always sort of of the belief that like it's a teamwork thing. You can't make one person the good cop and one the bad cop, yeah, right? I wouldn't think so either. But a lot of parents do that, right? You know, mom's the bitch, and then dad gives in to everything, <laughs> yeah. right? Or, or vice versa. Yep, exactly. Um, and I, I don't think it's even some anything anybody does consciously. It's just sort of 
the rules just evolve that right. way, and then it depends on the home life, right? Yeah. Maybe the dad's working and the mom's staying home full time, so oh, they yeah. just see her more. So she's a disciplinarian. Well, growing up for me, it was dad was gone all the time, right? But he was still the disciplinarian in some weird way. It was like you do something stupid, you get in trouble, but then like, wait till your father gets home. Yeah, and like sometimes, but he was a truck driver, so he'd often be gone for ages. So yeah. It's like, Mom would have no power to discipline us. She would try and spank us, but, like, come on. Yeah. Like, whatever. But, like, then if Dad got... I know who runs the show, Mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> but, uh, and so you pretend it hurts to make her feel better, I guess. Right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But, like, it was never... There was never a threat that you get in trouble from her. But, like, even if he wouldn't do anything, it's like, you'd still be scared that... Right. It was weird because he wasn't really around to discipline you, but yeah. he was the disciplinarian. Super right. strange. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's more just instilling the fear than anything yeah. else, right? And like he was Scared gone, straight. so like we could have done a lot more stupid things than than I did, right? Um, but I didn't for I don't know, just like yeah. indoctrinated, I guess, or right? Just like you know, on the off chance, it's so weird because like I could have, and no one would have known, right? right? Like, but I didn't. Yeah. No, it's uh, like I said, it's a partnership, man. Like even now, we're sitting here recording, right? And I'm like. Like, I want to go help her, because I know, like, I don't want her to be, and especially after having a C-section, yeah, right? Like, yeah. she's on her feet way more than she should be, and I, you know, I tell her not to do stuff, but she doesn't listen to me. <laughs> um, I think that's the same whether you have a baby or not. Right. <laughs> and you both want to do your part and, and all that stuff, but, uh, yeah, it's a partnership. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting going forward just to see, I can't wait till she gets to the stage where she's learning things and yeah. starting to to draw and yeah. ask questions and you know we you know you watch tv and learn about animals and all yeah. kinds of shit like Until that it becomes right? like yeah but why dad exactly why? yeah why but why why is that yeah. why because i fucking said so yeah. sit down it's just how it is i <laughs> know <laughs> i totally get that that uh yeah i don't want kids but that's probably the only part of it that that would be kind of interesting like, right that I'm, I'm hoping to do that with my nieces and nephews um just like if you have a question shoot it to me like yeah. i'm happy to you know answer kids questions yeah. whether i'm right or not i'll make them think that i am right? absolutely yeah <laughs> they don't know google they don't yeah they don't google know any better yeah why is the sky blue until they get a cell phone at 10 years old and then yeah. they're smarter than you uh yeah that's a whole other thing yeah so that's the stuff i'm looking forward to is yeah. when they, they kind of become your little buddy of course rather yeah. just this thing you got to take care of yeah. and when kids get fun, you know, right? Exactly. You have a little conversation with them, and you can kind of roughhouse or whatever. Yeah. Like, until then, they're just sort of pink blobs that poop. Themselves. Exactly. Yeah, it's eat, sleep, <laughs> and shit right now. Yeah. No, that's cool. Which is fun in itself, and just seeing them grow. Like even in the week that she's been here, just seeing how she's filling out her frame now, and yeah. and stuff like that, and you know, getting tummy time, and like so they lay on their stomachs for. Sure. certain amount of time a day, right, to build their muscles and shit like that. And just doing push-ups. Yeah, she's just kind of looking around yeah. and taking in the world. And How's uh, how's Finn doing with her? Good, really good. Um, clarify, Finn is your dog. Yes, Finn is my dog. Um, our dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, But he's doing good. He's a little standoffish the first day. <laughs> um, and I don't know whether they intrinsically can smell your scent on your kid. Um, and maybe that's like a different thing for them. Or they intuit it from how you're treating the baby, then they're like, oh, right. okay, I should treat that thing okay yeah. too. So now, like, we'll put her on the bed to to get ready to change her and stuff, and he'll jump on the bed and he'll sniff uh, her and lick her head and stuff. Yeah. Um, we're like, shit, don't lick her head. Like, she doesn't have the antibodies yet, right? Yeah, yeah, so, 
As long as it's lick her mouth, I don't really care. But, yeah, uh, yeah he's been good. He just kind of lays Darren Smith breastfeeding, and he'll just kind of lay next to her and sort of watch. And Try to I get think some he's, sort of cuddle time. Yeah, I think he's getting a little protective because the health nurse was over yesterday, and she was checking Darius's incision because they mm-hmm. do the incision across the belly. Of course. And he was on the bed with Darius, and the public health nurse like went to check it, and he started growling really aggressively uh, at her. Yeah. So I think his protection instincts have kicked into overdrive a little bit. Yeah. Um, but he's been good otherwise. Like. Nice. I think it's always really cool when, when like kids grow up with dogs. Right. Uh, and then you kind of like it's their friend or their protector, but like, yeah, it's kind of like a big teddy bear that like is alive. Yeah. You know? It's kind of neat. The only downside is when that animal inevitably passes away. Right. It's, it's very traumatic. Yeah. That's you know, kind of neat. That's why I always looked at it with dogs. It's like, man, like, you love them and everything, but it's like, you go you go to get them and it's like, I'm just setting myself up for fucking heartbreak yeah. in like 13 years. Exactly. If you're lucky, 13 years. Yeah. Actually, I was just reading again. I've seen it a couple of times, but that, that post, you've probably seen it as well, where it's like, um, it was like a veterinarian posted on Reddit or, or Tumblr or something talking about that. Um, it's very common that when people bring their dogs in to get euthanized or, right. or if they're sick or whatever, um, the owners can't handle being in the same room as their animal. Yeah. So they leave while it's happening. And the procedure is painless, but until, you know, that syringe is whatever, for whatever minute, however many minutes it takes when the owner's gone, the dog is apparently like frantically searching the room. Yeah, because it's be the like, only person they where'd know. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? What's going on? I don't yeah. like this place. It just smells weird. Who's this person? What are you doing? Yeah. And then it just, so it's like their last moments are very frantic and panicked traumatic, and terrifying. Yeah. And like, when you hear that, you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, that's so sad. <laughs> I know, right? And like anyone who has animals, I think, can relate. Like, yeah. you connect to them on just a different level. Well, even, even cats to some degree, like, not the same because they're not like the dynamics different. They're not as like, hey, where are you going? Yeah, exactly. I'm walking ten feet, buddy. Well, can I come with you? Yeah, exactly. Like, are you gonna come back? Yeah. What, I need to come with you to make sure you're okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're, not, they're not like that. But even bringing Maya, or like a really really whiny one, to the vet, um, like the veterinarian, super standoffish to to that person. But like, as long as you're kind of nearby, like she'll just like literally, you don't even have to pick her up. She'll crawl up your arm at right. the vet. She won't do that at home. But yeah. like, she just kind of like. Okay, no, I know who you are. Like, you yeah, know, protect me. Sort of. Exactly. So it's like when you hear that, you're just like, fuck. And then some another vet had posted in that same thread saying something like, um, we realize that it, it's difficult for you, yeah. but, like, you got to uh, – you realize it's not just about you. Right? Exactly, like, yeah. It, it's kind you, of selfish you, to, to think that it's just your trauma. Right. right? You, like, you've raised this animal for its whole life. Yeah. Like, you – to, to you, they're a pet, and they're a part of your family and all that, but, like, you are literally everything for yeah, them. Exactly. So, like, the least you could do is be there for them yeah. when, it, when it counts. Exactly right. No. Um, like, I can barely even watch a friggin' movie where a dog dies anymore, <laughs> and I'm not welling up, and it's, it's yeah. going to be even worse when I got the kid, man. Oh. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, even just, like, I'll see, like, you know, dad will hold her, right, and I'll, like, up at the house, and I'm just like... Fuck, like, I can't even God talk damn about it, it. Man. Like, I was talking yeah. with you at the hospital, right? Yeah. And I was getting choked up about it. Yeah. Right? Now, you know, I wish mom was here and everything of to course. help celebrate it and all that yeah. stuff. And it's uh, it's a wild time, man. Yeah, she'll hear stories about her. It'll be good. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Now we're trying to decide who she looks like more. Uh, I haven't looked close enough yet. I, I only saw her the once. Um, Most people who have seen me as a baby say me. Hmm. Um, I hope, pray to God, she doesn't get my nose. <laughs> I think she might have it. Yeah, maybe. It should be Hallie the Hawk in high school. Cause 
She'll be stuck with my nose, but uh, <laughs> at least it's more wide and not long. exactly. Yeah, it's not really like a big beak-looking yeah, thing. That, that's better. Yeah, better to take your whole face across than like eight inches out. <laughs> yeah, no, she sure sleeps like me though. It's like sleeps hard and my mouth wide open. Just snoring already. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Darius has an excellent video. So her mom was out and I was. She put Hallie on me for a few minutes and I was watching her on the bed, right, laying on my chest. And I just started snoring. I fell asleep, <laughs> right, just on my chest. And I, anyone who knows me and has heard me snore <laughs> knows how loud it is. And yeah. I was going for like five minutes and Hallie was just sound asleep. Like, yeah. no, I didn't even phase her. Uh, the nurse at the hospital once actually thought like I died for a second because <laughs> <laughs> it was the first, because through labor and everything we were awake, right? Mm-hmm. So... We had spent like 36 hours awake and yeah. I crashed in the chair and they were taking to take Darius for a walk after a C-section and uh, they're like, yeah, we'll leave the baby with dad and they're like, oh, he'll wake up if she cries or something and Darius is like, no, he won't. <laughs> they're like, yeah, he will. And she's like, no, I'm telling you, he won't. <laughs> so the nurse came over and she she shook me like, she kind of, you know, Mr. Hayden, I was like, yeah. Mr. Hayden. And she's like, I told you, like, you got to go harder than that. So, like, the nurse shook me yeah. and couldn't wake me up. <laughs> and then she finally came back in and was like, Mr. Hayden, and, like, yeah. yelled in my ear. I was like, oh, fuck, like, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I, I sleep hard, but, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it was a cute video. Especially after that. No, I'm bad for that, too. Like, I'll try to wake me up, and I'm just like, you got to hit me. Like, yeah. Don't. Don't be gentle. Hit me. Like, yeah. I'm not going to wake up. I'm dead to the world. Exactly. I'm, just... I'm the same. It's Yeah, I sleep way too hard. But yeah. hey, the parental instincts kick in too, oh, right? Sure Especially for mothers mostly. Yeah. They hear that high-pitched cry and they're, like, they're, out of, they're out of it right away. So Yeah. But yeah, man, it's a trip. No, that's cool. Yeah, no, we can uh, we can start dialing it down. Yeah. Um, I guess shout out to all the moms out there who go through disturbingly traumatic um experiences uh to bring babies in and uh sounds really gross right. and painful and props to you because i know for a fact i couldn't do it even if i had yeah. a uterus after physically seeing the pain that it causes yeah. people like it's i give them all the props in the world do man. you feel a bit guilty as the dad i don't know no, i'm you, not saying you, you should i'm curious no like you do because you don't want to see your wife in that kind of pain sure. or who your wife or partner whoever it might be right yeah. you don't want to see them in pain uh, you, at the end of the day, for the moms, I think it's it hurts, mm-hmm. but at the end of it, you don't really care anymore because like yeah. the gift at the end is is worth all that pain and sure. trauma. I can't imagine the women that go through like a thirty six hour labor. No yeah, thanks. No. We got lucky. Ours was about especially if they have like a fifteen pound baby or something. Exactly. Ours was like seven intense hours, but yeah. it was short. Yeah. It wasn't long, so, uh, but no props to all the moms out there. Mm-hmm. You guys are fucking troopers. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, especially those that have more than one kid. Cause like, right. If you do that once, that sucks. But then you're like, no, no I'm going to do it again. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> like people say, you know, guys equated to getting kicked in the bag. It's like, well, you know, getting kicked in the bag hurts worse. Cause I don't want it to happen again, but exactly. you guys go on willingly. Have kids again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's quite the same thing. No, I don't either. I, uh, I couldn't do it. Um, I love my wife to death for going yeah. through it. Yeah, I've probably been sacked about a thousand times in my life, and I would probably still rather have that all happen again than have to push a watermelon out of my dick. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Easier when they come out of the tummy, but uh, yeah, I believe that. But uh, yeah, no, it's um, props to all the moms because mm-hmm. and all the dad, all the dads out there sure. too. Like, yeah. 
like I said, it's a partnership, man. You gotta you gotta prop each other up and every, celebrate every little victory, whether it's just hey, she fucking she slept for three hours, like yeah. celebrate it, right? Yeah. Oh, you, you know, she finally got some milk off. Start you know, that's doing awesome. some shots. Line exactly, them up. yeah. <laughs> that's the first question Darius asked. I can have a margarita now. <laughs> She's like, how long do I have to wait to, to breastfeed yeah, after I have hospital, one, right? Yeah. So they actually have a whole chart saying, oh, if you're this weight, you have to wait this long. Oh, and then, really? Because there's no such thing as pump and dump. Oh, yeah. Because it's all in your bloodstream and whatever, uh, so you have to get it all out. Yeah. And then... Unless you can pump, like... Unless you have a lot and you pump, like, a week's worth or right. something. Well, I saw for, for like, a 120-pound woman, if you were to go out on, like, a bender and have 12 drinks, <laughs> you would have to wait 22 hours before you could breastfeed again. Okay. You, you, you can't just pump it so out. You, it's just because it's in your bloodstream. So you could technically do it. If you had enough supply, right. you could pump enough But it stays things. in your bloodstream, so it still sure. doesn't matter. It's still in, in your system. So it's, No, I know, it's but even after 22 hours, couldn't you? Then? After 22 hours, yeah. you can't. That's yes. what I mean. So if you pump enough to cover the, the gap, right. go hard. Right. Go hard, exactly. ladies. Yeah. Make it, make it count. Yeah, because you can <laughs> freeze it and store it and do all that. Yeah. And... No one said moms can't binge drink. It's exactly. all good. <laughs> yeah. And to all the moms who can't produce yeah. or... Have latch issues, fucking do what works for you. Okay. The biggest thing I'm learning as a parent is there's going to be a million different opinions on what yep. to do. No judgment. Just fucking figure it out. Yep. Whatever works, just do it. It works yep. for you guys. Formula, breastfed, whatever. And everybody will turn out mostly okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Everybody has different parenting styles, but I think overall most people turn out pretty averagely right. okay. And, you know, nothing wrong with that. You do you. Yeah. Whatever. Make it work. Exactly. That's all you can do. So, I guess we'll... Uh, Officially do all our, our garbage social media plugs. Um, Word. So thanks for listening. If you made it all the way through that uh, very detailed birthing thing, which is you know a lot more than than I would have known. You know, hey man, he's got to get the story out there. Exactly. People got to so, know. You know, if you made it all the way through that, great, good for you. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, find us on social media at uh, on Instagram at Two Idiots Podcast on Facebook uh, Two Idiots Podcast. And uh, on Twitter, Two Idiots Show. And our email is? Doubleidiotspodcast at gmail.com. Boom. So hit us up on that. You can uh, find us on our own Instagrams. He is at KingReginald19. Yep. I am the dude 77 Exactly, yeah. And uh, yeah, no, and feel free to send us your birthing story. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's talk about it. Like, like I said, yeah. I'm not having kids, but I'm not at all opposed yeah. to hearing other people's stories. And... and uh, a little community, I'm sure, has a couple of parents in it. So right. I'd be so interested. Like I'm, yeah. I'm fascinated by it, and just yeah. you know, how what are your parenting ideals? Exactly. Like, did, did or you tips do and tricks? Exactly, and, yeah. right? Yeah. Build a little community around it, kind of thing. Exactly. You know, I'm I'm down for whatever tips are going to come my way. Exactly. Well, either way, we're happy to welcome uh, the littlest idiot now to our uh, uh, to our little community. Is it, Absolutely. Is it rude to call your baby an idiot already? It's a title, maybe not, a, not an uh, insult. I guess, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. She's a quote-unquote idiot. Yeah. Not a, it's like being a lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Idiot Hallie Rosemary Hayden. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, cool. So uh, rate us, review us on whatever platform you listen to to uh, get the get the word out. Right. Um, we, we raised a little bit of money for uh, the animal rescue, We sure did. We? Yeah, with, with all the baby stuff, we haven't really gotten around to donating that yet. Right. But thank you to everybody that did rate and review. We'll be sending a check along to... Uh, Stabbing Animal Rescue in the coming days, yeah, in the next couple yeah. of weeks, get it figured out. Um, so thank you for that. We appreciate the support. Absolutely. Um, we're hoping to have a little 
online merch shop going on the next uh, little while as well. Get us up on YouTube is another plan. Um, that just doesn't seem to be enough hours in the day. Yeah, <laughs> we're working on it, people. They, uh, Especially now. The little one kind of threw a wrench into yep. the plans coming early. so. And that's why we're using our mobile recorder here, uh, sitting in Randy's basement. While, <laughs> <laughs> while well, the wife does all the work upstairs, so I better exactly. get back up there. Exactly. Well, we'll leave him to it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, again, thanks for listening, and um, I guess we're out. See you guys later. Peace. Peace.